And welcome back, everyone, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and this is episode 32. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. I spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome back, everyone, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Bose, and sitting across from me is Maddie G. Maddie G, welcome back. I, I normally have a zinger, but uh, I got to tell you, I'm just glad to have you back. Uh, it's cl- it's good to be back, man. It's good to it's be back. Fantastic. I missed yeah. everybody. Yeah, I I, I was going to do like many different like jokes along the way, but uh, well, I guess now I just realized how much I missed you around here. So yeah, it's weird. You you don't realize how much you use your legs um, until you don't have legs. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they took my so shins. <laughs> lesson learned, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, we. I think I explained before, but uh, old sports injury from a, a little too much, uh, a little too much hockey and soccer, and uh, had to have uh, had to have the old compartment syndrome worked on. So yeah, excellent. But uh, everything's good now. Yeah, sounds like one of those things that you find in the Mile High Club. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my mom always said, if you keep touching it, you'll lose your legs. Well, (laughs) she was right. (laughs) So today's guest is a very, uh, has a variety of talents. Uh, He is a writer, a producer, a director, and an actor. He's played roles in Fear of the Walking Dead, uh, Lead a Battle Angel, and uh, plus a spy series called The Eleven Little Roosters. He's also in upcoming films such as uh, Showdown on Brazos and 30 Seconds in Hell. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bill Foster. Bill, thank you very much for joining us today. Hey, thank you for having me. That's uh, glad to be on the show. Yeah, that's it's nice to nice to have you on top of having Maddie back. This is this is a good day for me. <laughs> this is a good day. It's like Christmas. <laughs> it is. Exactly. <laughs> Except for it's raining men. That's not normally what I want for Christmas. <laughs> Excellent. So let's uh, jump into the news. Maddie, do you want to lead? Yeah, absolutely. I'll kick it off. All right. Article reads: Save the bacon. Pig ignites farm fire after eating and pooping a pedometer. Say what? Right. A pedometer. A pedometer. Wow. Well, firefighters uh, from the North Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service in England were called to do battle at a blaze at a farm near Bromham. Uh, this is in West Yorkshire. Okay. And Leeds uh-huh. on, uh, on Saturday sparked by a pig who had just defecated. The fire service said crews found four pig pens engulfed in flames on Saturday afternoon when they arrived at the farm. Apparently, one of the pigs had eaten a battery-operated pedometer, which later blew up after it took a dump. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like weird, that's something weird happened. Uh, firefighters believe the copper from the pedometer's batteries negatively reacted uh, to the methane in the pig poop, uh, and it was close to dry hay, which caused the fire to start. Um, anyways, the the fire which which firefighters joked was caused by a free range pig burned about seventy five square meters north of hay. 
So, I'm sorry, worth of hay. I, I got to tell you, like, I, I at first I thought you were going to say it, it blew up inside the oh, hay. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, well, <laughs> apparently we're not saving the bacon. We're making bacon. <laughs> Explosive bacon. <laughs> it's like four pig pens worth of bacon. That's like a, that's like a, that would be like a happy accident. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like firefighters yeah, put up. You think about the firefighters sitting around eating fried pork. Right? <laughs> I was just thinking, they put up the fire and then have a barbecue afterwards. <laughs> they start throwing pedometers all over farmland <laughs> we'll give this 24 hours we'll come back and put it out let's see what happens with cows yeah <laughs> that's gotta be Never full long. nine volts <laughs> oh, oh my goodness that's that's... Because, you know your mother-in-law has nothing on that pig now yeah. <laughs> oh man so i uh, I got, I'm really bringing the A game on articles this week. I got to tell you, I found some beauty articles. Um, one is a uh, – <laughs> so the the headline reads, Brothel offers sex tape souvenirs with visits so punters can be real-life porn stars. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> right? So uh, visiting one of Nevada's legal brothels is a rare experience for most people. So it's understandable if punters want a souvenir for their visit to enjoy at home. <laughs> <laughs> One of the state's 21 officially licensed houses of pleasure, Sherry's Ranch, has come up with a perfect solution. A dedicated sex tape room where you can record a video of everything that goes on from multiple angles, controlling the experience with voice commands via Amazon's Alexa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Monitors are dotted around the room so the performers can get an idea how things are looking as they adjust their angles accordingly. Uh-huh. <laughs> the <laughs> And it gets better. <laughs> to start the ball rolling, the guest just has to say, Alexa. Begin the porn star experience out loud. <laughs> and the lights, the cameras switch on ready for action. That's fantastic. Apparently not the only things ready for action. <laughs> I was going to say, like, well, did they have to advertise that as the second souvenir? Because the first one's herpes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to destroy all evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently what happens in uh, in the, 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 the local whorehouse yeah. doesn't stay in the whorehouse. What do all the local politicians? <laughs> do just say the opposite alexa don't record this <laughs> exactly. session exactly <Yeah. laughs> I got it. Alexis, I, make it ground yeah. yeah. Like, did someone did have, have to, a magnifying glass on it? <laughs> did someone have to write their own script for to, to make Alexa say start the porn star experience? That's friggin' awesome. Well, That's, I'm gonna try it at home tonight and right? see what happens. Let's see if something happens. <laughs> My wife comes down in laundry. Oh fuck! This is awesome. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> oh, I thought that was. I'm just rehearsing. Yeah, I'm just rehearsing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm just or or Matt walks into the kitchen is just like Alexa start the porn star experience. <laughs> Ashley looks what <laughs> you're like nothing. <laughs> Alexa's like preparing couch for sleeping. <laughs> preparing <Damn> doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, so All good. right. Well, uh, my next one here actually this is a good segue. This is ah, a good segue article. Perfect. So, coronavirus porn goes viral. <laughs> What? Yeah, a little d- double entendre there. Um, if sex in hazmat suits and face masks is your thing, well, now there's a market for you on Pornhub. Dozens of adult films with coronavirus as a theme have been uploaded to the popular porn site and are now going viral. No pun intended. Videos titled Deserted Wuhan and TSA Agent Detains Woman Suspected of Coronavirus have been appearing. 
The actors involved uh, don hazmat suits, face masks, and hospital gowns, and are having sex with what appears to be what appears to be in medical facilities. The actors involved. Um, who appear in some of these movies say that some of their videos serve as public service announcements on how to prevent the spread of the virus and were made with the intention to educate people. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> don't forget to wash your hands. Yeah, don't forget to wash your hands. Uh, that's good. So, quote unquote, we, we thought we would use our porn as an avenue to get some legitimate information out with some comic relief included to get people interested and reduce our chances of getting banned off the site. The porn stars have told media the videos were inspired by old Delta Airlines safety videos. <laughs> yeah, because that's what makes me horny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. According to Vice, wow. uh, which is where the article was pulled from, uh, some of the videos that fall under the coronavirus theme appear to be uh, people in quarantine and trying to earn some extra cash while they're in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, um, so so far they haven't been banned, and, and, and I, I, they seem to have found a niche. I wonder how many people get stuck in quarantine are, are going to be like, well, we're in a possible situation. <laughs> Starts like unzipping their pants, and people are like, "What are you doing? Are you stop it! What? what? <laughs> Honey, I'm quarantined with a porn star. It's not my fault. Not my fault. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't do anything about that. If it's any any consolation, sweetheart, there'll be a video to prove this. It was all in science. <laughs> I fought the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see on my face, I wasn't enjoying it. <laughs> just look at the camera every once in a while. You look, you review the footage, it's just me smiling with two thumbs up. <laughs> I did it for the country. I did it for the, I sung O Canada while I did it. <laughs> God saved the queen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh man. So um so the next article I have is uh, the BYU student snags scrotum in gruesome pole vault accident. Oh. And there is a video of no. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> a Brigham Young University pole vaulter took to great pains to create a TikTok video. Literally. Uh, Zach McWhorter had leaped into viral fame thanks to a scrotum-bashing video he posted on Monday with the social media platform. As of Friday afternoon, the video had received over 3.7 million likes and more than 206,000 shares. Of some Um, kid getting his poor scrotum. Yeah. So the Winston Deuce video, and let me tell you, I've seen it. It just makes your pills want to suck up in your body. It, it's it's so horrible. Even talking about it is yeah. doing that. Yeah. So um, the the Winston Deuce video was filmed by his father uh, in uh, in the late uh, late last September when it looks like a, a practice. It shows McCorder successfully completing the leap, uh, only to have the pole fall backwards and hit him in the testicles as he's coming down. <gasps> Uh, so it's like he clears the pole, the the, uh, the the pole arcs, and then slaps forward and hooks him right in the crotch as he's coming oh, downwards. Dude. Yeah, kind of makes you want to puke right Okay, there, I'll ask right? you the question, though. Would you rather Ooh. that happen or just go right into your butt? Well, That's me, a tough question, let right? Me, let me keep going okay, with the article. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, um, McCorder recalled the incident uh, to the television station, seemingly remembering his leap into digital destiny like it was yesterday. 
I had a great jump. It felt so good. It was the best <laughs> jump of the day, uh, the Utah college student told the station. Um, but he had sprung over the bar. The pole recoiled and just caught me in the sweet spot he colorfully, uh, sweet spot he colorfully put. Uh, the ball bashing was caught on camera, but not where um, what happened after McCorder landed the uh, was the assessed and the assessed damage. Um, I could see it go right into my scrotum. He said, I, I started screaming for my father, who happened to be my coach and was filming the video at the time. Um, that's where the story gets really nutty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mc, no. McWhorter's dad just happened to be a urologist and specialized in male genitalia. He took his son back to the office, sewed up the sack with 18 stitches, and... Um, he says, yeah, I've, I've never been closer to my, uh, with my father until that day. <laughs> he said, it remains to see if, uh, if the, uh, the hands-on work was a complete success. Uh, <laughs> but he did say, fortunately, as far as I know, there's nothing wrong with my testicles, just a scar. Um, one day we'll find out if it functions or not. Oh, my God. There's so much wrong with that article. So, so much wrong. bad pole day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, just so, yeah, he was like, I could see right into my scrotum. I was like, just imagine tearing that sucker open and seeing everything. Nope. Nope. I'd rather the pole go right into my butt. Right? So that's what I was saying. What would you rather? Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Be like a human pogo stick. And, like, just, like... Pole vaulting is already a weird sport to begin with. To, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can never tell that story with a straight face. No. Like, how'd you get that scar? Oh, yeah, it was pole vaulting, and it went right into my doo-doo. Like, wh- why did you assume that would be, like, a surfer dude asking, <laughs> dude, how'd you get that scar? <laughs> I think it should have been more of, like, a lady a asking, girl? I don't know. Right? Hey, man, it's 2020. We can't assume anything. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I like how that's instantly where you went. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, Matt, taking a pole in the butt and saying that. Things are adding up. I might have to talk to Ashley. (laughs) You should see the shark that did this. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'd be, I don't know. I'd make something up. How did you get that scar? She got really mad. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, there's certain things. by the wrong name. (laughs) (laughs) There are certain certain things you do not say during oral sex. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Especially the name of her sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, man. This is okay. So I I had to pull this. This is usually we do two articles, right? But I had to pull, I think we pulled three today. Yeah. Um, Just because this one I found. Is totally something I would do, so I'm really excited to talk about. All right, so uh, oh god, so I was pole vaulting. No, (laughs) Um, so BC man gets pranked with fake Wiener Mobile ad. (laughs) Yeah, it it just gets so good. Okay, Okay. so uh, a British Columbia mechanic says his information was hacked off his Facebook uh, after a Facebook altercation, and he woke up to thousands of phone calls interested in buying the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile um, that they were saying he was advertising on Kijiji. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so Kijiji is basically like – it's like Canadian Craigslist, right? Yep. Yeah. So – I think Kijiji is down in the U.S. too. They might have it. I I think so now. Yeah. Yeah. So someone got my information off Facebook and made the ad and posted my numbers on there, um, said Matt Denny, who's 30, from Fort St. John. Uh, They somehow got my cell number and my work number, and I have no idea how. Uh, I guess it was just a professional troll. Uh, 
<laughs> so I had some information on my Facebook. Or sorry, he said I should have had everything set to private, but he had a fairly open Facebook profile. Yeah. So the ad surfaced on Thursday with the ad title Wienermobile, two available, one in, uh, once in a lifetime buy, $12,000 or best offer from Calgary. So <laughs> there, the, the, here's kind of what the ad said. So the company in charge of operating these vehicles has gone bankrupt. Parent company of Oscar Mayer Canada has commissioned us to sell this Wienermobile, reads the ad. Um, any logo, and it looked pretty professional. Like yeah. the way they had done it, they did. They put pictures in with two Wienermobiles and this little peanut truck. And anyways. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so it said, any logo will be removed from the vehicles when picked up. Local Calgary pickup only. No emails. Please call me anytime at this guy's number uh, and ask me about the Wiener for, for Wienermobile for sale. Uh, text or call his work number if the first number doesn't work. And then, and then it says, I'm getting 100 calls an hour. No, the peanut is not for sale. Stop asking, which is like the little <laughs> peanut car. So, so basically, he's like, I got thousands of calls. People basically kept calling me and asking me about my big wiener. <laughs> so uh, he said, the, the, car, the, the car in the ad, it said, the car runs on diesel. And of course, fittingly, each one of them had 69,000 kilometers. <laughs> Uh, for the most part, he says, I'm taking it in stride because I got to tip the hat to the guy. It's pretty funny. Uh, and, and I'll remember this as being one, one hell of a prank. Yeah. So that was what, uh, <laughs> what it was there. So I thought that was pretty funny. Wow. Uh, you know, it's so funny cause I, I actually, um, I thought I actually <coughs> saw somewhere that the, that the Oscar Meyer Wiener mobiles were for sale, um, as they were, that the factory was closing down, or the people that own them, or the, the whatever. But so. well, the ad looks so good. Like yeah. I, I did see the. We might have to post on the site or something, but um, like it looked pretty legit. So I yeah. can see why people would be totally calling that up. Yeah, right? uh, you know what I'm amazed though. <laughs> there are thousands of people who want a massive hot dog car. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't think that that's like the top of my list. What was that? What was Just that? So happens he owns a big potato. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that article you found like on Kijiji a while back? Wasn't it like a used mattress or something? Yeah, with the there was the used mattress that yeah, had the yeah, pictures yeah. of the dogs having sex <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them about that. That was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, there was that one, and then there was the um, the couch. Remember, there was the the couch ad that um, it. And honestly, like at first glance, um, if they were selling it for a hundred dollars, lightly used, but at first glance, it looked like someone had taken a massive crap on yeah. the couch. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> and it was everywhere, fine. everywhere. But then I thought afterwards that maybe it was a burn on the couch, but it looked absolutely hard. Like the fact that someone was even asking for money for this couch and just saying, "Please haul it away and throw <laughs> it out," it looked like almost like someone either had exploded while sleeping on the couch <laughs> and or. Like there was a dead body and they just hauled it uh, off. Yeah, they've, yeah. Been, they've been like decaying for years on the couch. Oh, it was brutal. It was so gross. That dog one was the best. Maybe they swallowed a pedometer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Crapped out the pedometer and exploded. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so as you mentioned, we normally do two articles, but I saw another one. Uh, it's super short. I laughed so hard, though, uh, that I, I couldn't not put it on the show. Uh, and it's actually circulating on a lot of the news stations right now. Um, the the title of this one was uh, "Woman Suspected of Stealing Car Claims She Was Beyonce." Oh, great! And the 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 Las Cruces um, uh, in New Mexico, uh, the New Mexican uh, woman was uh, facing charges of stealing a car and claiming she was Beyonce. 
Uh, it was reported that the 48-year-old uh, Serena Henry was arrested Saturday morning uh, after the officer spotted the car suspect, uh, uh, sorry, car suspected being stolen. The court documents say that Henry ignored the officer's orders to pull over and she drove to her own home. Uh, the police say that uh, Henry told the officers that she found the keys in the car and decided to take it for a joyride. Um, when she was uh, when she was asked why she didn't pull over for the police officers, she said because she didn't feel like it. And <laughs> <laughs> Henry, <Great>. yeah, right, <laughs> legit. <laughs> Henry's charged with uh, unlawful taking of a motor vehicle, concealing identity, and restricting and uh, resisting or obstructing an arrest. It's not known if an attorney was uh, available to to comment. Now. What I loved the most out of this article was because clearly she feels like it's okay to steal cars if she was Beyonce. Because <laughs> that's something Beyonce does. Right? <laughs> I'm Beyonce, bitch. I can do what I want. <laughs> oh, man. Privileged. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was like she thought like – and honestly, you can see her mug shot. She doesn't look like Beyonce. Let me tell you, she is like – It'd be Beyonce funny if she was, was like, white. Yeah. <laughs> She looks like she is like maybe about seventy year old cracked out Beyonce. If that was the case, it's, she looks horrible. That's great. Yeah, and like Beyonce had to steal a car. She could buy anything. Yeah, right? she's all right. I, I would imagine if Beyonce wanted to steal a car, she'd just walk up, open up her wallet, throw money at people, and just get in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh oh man. man, that's good. It was so funny. All right, Bill. Let's let's turn things over to you. What's been going on in my world? Yeah, why don't you why don't you oh, uh, tell us what you've been up to? Oh uh, well, we're trying to finish up the feature movie I, I wrote, directed, and and starred in, and uh, we're going to shoot a couple more uh, scenes on it. It's on the second round of edits, so you know it, it's getting there. We're fixing to meet with distribution, so it's it's really getting exciting on that end of it. Good, and nice. uh, just finished a short movie. It's called "I've Got Your Six, which. Uh, Every actor in it is a U.S. veteran, and oh. so it's kind of dedicated to the veterans of, uh, of the military. And then we're getting ready to hopefully, if we can find investors, start our next feature movie, uh, another Western this summer, hopefully. So that's fantastic. Called I heard the quail whistle. Nice. So, and in the meantime, we're uh, working in our vineyard. So yeah. <laughs> you know, hey. nothing else going on. Just, yeah. Just kick back, do nothing. Cool. It's great when you're like your downtime is in a vineyard, right? <laughs> you're just like yeah, just slowly yeah. make this wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, um what I love about um a lot of things in, in your in your uh IMDB or in your kind of past, uh you've got a a wonderful mix of movies. I mean you've got some spy stuff, you've got uh futuristic stuff, you've got Western. uh, some westerns, yeah. you've got now a military movie, and I especially love military movies when they involve actual veterans, right? Because it, it, it just mm-hmm. there's so much more realism to it. Um, you bet. Which is fantastic. You bet. Um, and I've, I've just been really lucky. <clears throat> you know, I retired from education world uh, in 2016. I thought, you know, I've always wanted to kind of be an actor, and so I thought, why not? So I co- acting a uh, casting call and got to Went right beside Pierce Brosnan in five episodes of The Sun, and, and I've been pretty much a featured extra every time I get selected, and uh, just uh, got another big role. I can't, you know, NDA, I can't tell you what it is, but... Uh, <laughs> we know what that's like. <laughs> we got, got a lot of people. Yet, yeah. <laughs> yep. Just got that one yesterday, so, and it's, you know, a speaking role, and, a, and got some A-listers in it, so... Uh, Fantastic. And then again, like I said, in the intro, 30 Seconds Hell, I get to play uh, Virgil Earp. Yeah, oh, nice. About the Earp Brothers. And, yep. 
And so I had a beard, and I had to shave my beard off, so I had a mustache. Then I cut that beard off, and I couldn't believe how ugly I was underneath it. So <laughs> I started growing it back. You know? That's awesome. As, as a bearded person myself, I know exactly how you feel. Uh, I, I sometimes forget, <laughs> like, who's under that beard. And and uh, I used to, to joke around um, with my wife when I, when I first met her, and I said, uh, uh, yeah, I don't generally shave my beard because it makes me look like I'm, I'm like, like 16 years younger. And she's like, no, no, there's no way that anything like that. So I, I showed up on a date once, and I shaved off my beard. And she was just like, I cannot believe how young you look without that beard. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, being in education, I'd always have to be crammed up and crammed and all that. And when I grew it, when I retired in 2016, I told my wife, I won't have it very long, just to move, you know. Yeah. And I'll shave it. And then, you know, four years later, I still had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what the worst thing That's is? Where it's really easy. When you get rid of that face armor and, and, and then it never quite grows back. Like when you had it just right in the way you like it and then you start growing it back in, you go through all those itchy periods and then you just like, ah, it just doesn't look like it did before. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, I got to, uh, I got, you know, I was talking about being real lucky. I got to work with Cohen Brothers and Ballad of Buster Scruggs and working with them, just amazing. I learned a lot from them and kind of tried to carry that over in my directing. And so uh, it, it, it's really exciting right now, it's especially can't wait to. And, of course, it makes you real nervous when other people are going to see your movie. Yeah. Or if it's not sure. any good. You know, and you're just like, holy crud, what if this sucks? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's always the gamble, right? That's the, th- the fear. Yeah. There's so much time and production value that's put into it, and then you're just like, Oh, I hope this doesn't suck. Or, or the man, I hope that angle doesn't make me look like this, or doesn't make me look like that. Yeah. Dude, I go through yeah. that every time I have sex. Right. <laughs> 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 so. Were you, you asking uh, Alexa to make sure they got the right camera angle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Where, where did you guys shoot uh, your your latest feature film? There, the uh, showdown on the Brazos. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all in Texas. Uh, some of it down in South Texas, and just wherever I could find locations that looked really good, and, and try to get more background scenes and all that. So yeah, uh, we've got to go back and pick up a couple more scenes. Uh, like I said on second round, and that second round of editing, boy, you sit there and the editor goes over every scene and, and asks you questions. Why you shoot it this way? <laughs> what are you thinking about? And you're like, I, 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 you know, he's <laughs> like. I thought it was right, you know? <laughs> you know, your first time. And uh, so, you know, I learned a whole lot, you know, because we went for, you know, professional editor. And so now we're in that phase. And so I had to go back and rewrite some scripts. And luckily we're not having to reshoot anything. That was my Oh, that's fear. good. Good. So we were just adding a couple of scenes. And, and it's always fun to, to, to write, you know, a scene. And, uh, you know, you can kill whoever you want to. You know, yeah. You don't like them. But, uh, you know, you rewrite some scenes, and, and of course, you, my wife, she looks at him and says, no, nah, that ain't going to work. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like the look of this guy. He's work. shifty. He looked at me weird. Yeah, Cut him right. on the next scene. <laughs> I don't like the way you worded that one. Yeah. I don't like it because you're in the bed with that woman. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't wrote any of those scenes yet. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I wanted oh, to actually yeah. uh, ask you, just since you, you we kind of briefly talked about the fact that you've got such different variety of, of uh, acting experience in films. Like, do you find filming westerns easier or more difficult than a lot of today's modern um, period movies? Oh, it's a lot more difficult. I like them. That's what I grew up watching, and, and that's my favorite genre, and that's what I write about most. But 
it is the most difficult because it's got to be so period correct, mm-hmm. you know, and there's always going to be that person that says, and, and I was on set and they, in the holster in the movie set, they said, what year is this set in? I said, oh, about 1887. That holster didn't come into effect till 1890. <laughs> You're fired. Yep. It wasn't there yet. You can't wear it. And I was like, yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Jimmy Stewart can wear it, I can wear it. Now, by gosh, I wrote the movie. I'm going to wear it. Right? <laughs> you just turned around <laughs> with a file. That. That's that. We're time traveling yeah, cowboys. Yeah. 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 There's that one person who says that gun wasn't there then. Yeah, it was two years ago. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh. Yeah. But oh, now man. you want you want a time period, and you know you have to come up with costumes. You know a lot of the the shows I've been like I was in Nine One One Lone Star with uh, uh I can't remember his name now. While a while back, I just went down there in my work clothes, and I was going to ready to change. And uh, they said, "Oh, we like what you're wearing now." So now my cowboy boots are famous because they were in the camera, you know. And so some shows are that easy. You just wear what you got on. It's modern day. And uh, yeah, that is awesome. With, with westerns, you know, everybody's got to be in costume and everything's got to look just right. You, you know, the saddles and, and the uh, costumes and the hat. Can't have the little holes in the sides of the hat because those didn't come in in time. Yeah. Things like that, you've got to really watch out for. And light bulbs, you know, you're, you're shooting and somebody leaves a light on. You're like, oh, crud. <laughs> that. Or, or a water, water bottle in the scene. I was going to say, or you have to worry about a Starbucks cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We shot one scene that's beautiful, but there's a golf cart in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Photoshop. He said, "I can cover that up with something." I thought, "Whoop!" Great. Then there's this golf cart. Maybe it's 1987 golf cart. (laughs) It'd be funny if he put he puts in a Camaro, (laughs) (laughs) horse-drawn golf cart. Yeah, just just attach a couple courses to the front of it. Uh, That'd be good. (laughs) Get yourself a DeLorean. Stick it in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Time travel. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, I think uh, with the clothing being able to walk on set with what you're wearing it definitely wouldn't work for you maddie you'd have to be like the town drunk you're like i lost my pants <laughs> i lost my pants <laughs> oh dude i love westerns yeah, man. What, you know that's what i played in the lead of bad language the drunk <laughs> yeah and, that's right so they had a costume for me and they and i finally thought you know all those years in college practicing yep thought, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah. <laughs> you're like being a drunk finally pays off woohoo yeah, that's right. I practiced all those years. <laughs> right? Hey, guess what? <laughs> yeah. So when you want to call family and be like, "You said it would never amount to anything." <laughs> that's right. That's right. You can't say I never amount to anything being an old drunk. Yeah. Here I am. That's awesome. <laughs> what was uh, what was working with uh, on the the um, uh, Alita Battle Angels set like? I would imagine there was a lot of just green screening around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when I started watching, when I saw the movie in the theater, I was like. Oh my gosh! None of that was there, you know. Uh, you know, all that spaceship-looking thing, and you know, the Iron City was there to a point, and then all of that background was computer image. You know, we're talking a two hundred fifty million dollar movie uh, shot in three D, and and all that, and it's just everywhere you looked, there was cameras, and we got to see them rehearse a fight one night. You know, they they brought in like five extras, and I was one of them. We had to reshoot some scenes there when I was playing a drunk. But, uh, you know, the big scene where uh, the uh, uh, the lady, uh, Alita's fighting the, the lady in the red, and, you know, her hands come out like knives. Yep, all that. Yep. We got to watch them shoot that and rehearse that. And it's just amazing how much time they spent 
because a fight is no matter what time period is really hard to shoot because all the different angles and choreographing it and making sure it's right and you don't hit the other person you know yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, so you know it takes a long time to choreograph like my gun fight that i have in my movie probably took half a day or more to film and mm-hmm. and we could have taken longer but we just my budget didn't allow for it but you know just trying to get these shots of everything yeah. And uh, by the time it's all said and done, our gun fight's about 12, 14 minutes long. And it probably took, oh, 12 to 15 hours to film it. Wow. Yeah. It's always, I'm but, always you know, amazed uh, by the amount uh, or how little time it, people actually have to film these movies. Like, like even oh, the big yeah. budget ones, it's like, oh, this was filmed over 12 days. I'm like, 12 days? That's all you had? <laughs> well, and you realize, too, like yeah. like, like he said, you know, uh, five minutes of film is, is 12 hours of shooting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, there's a scene in the sun where it's a, a graveyard scene. It took us eight hours to film it, and it was probably three minutes at the very longest. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, it's like, wow, we stood out there and. 100 degrees with three-piece wool suit on all day long for that little bit. But, right. You, know, you understand it when you get behind the camera and start shooting it yourself. And I, I would but, imagine uh, that's got to be the worst part. Is you like you're with these period pieces, like 1800s. You've got multiple layers of clothing, and you're out under the sun mm-hmm. for hours. Like that would be pure hell for me. That's what I'm saying, man. They should oh, do a movie brutal. about making movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's it's, yeah, it's such brutal. a craft. The worst was. Uh, Last summer, I was doing uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, and I was one of the walkers, so you had this latex mask on out in the middle of this field, and the sun shining down on you, weeds are up at your chest. I'm 6'5", and some people were disappearing, you know, in the weeds. You know, it's this big field that you would never think, I'm never going out in that, you know, and they put us all <laughs> out in there, and uh, just you, you hold your mask on your with your hand, and then the sweat's dripping off your elbow yeah. while you're just waiting to go and set. And uh, one of the assistant directors, he said, I thought I'd see what it's like and put a mask on and leave it for minutes. Because, you know, latex doesn't breathe. You put it on your face. No. Yeah, yeah you just, it's Hot. like gushing. And I imagine with the reeds and, or the grass being up that high, that it's like a pressure cooker, right? It'd be so steamy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you get like Bugs. you get heat stroke, and you're like, ah! You're like this guy's really into like character action. <laughs> yeah, just, you're really looking like a zombie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that just kills over. What's really weird is you know you don't realize until you start acting. You don't know what the temperature is when, the, when you're watching in the movie. You're thinking, oh, everything's 75 degrees. Everything's beautiful, you know, and all that. And yeah, somehow all the grass is cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's 35 degrees, the wind blowing, you got to act warm. And other times it's, you know, 105 degrees. Yeah. We shot some saloon scenes in, my, in the movie Showdown. It got so hot, the camera kept shutting off. Oh, so wow. So we had to put it, put it in front of the, ca- and the fan and let it blow for a while and let it cool down. We shot a scene on the river, which actually wasn't that one camera melting. But uh, I was I was lucky. I was in the river, so I was cool. Oh, yeah. Like everybody else was just dying. That's but, crazy. Uh, yeah, you just don't ever know the temperature when you when you see a movie film. You think everything's Hollywood and seventy five degrees. Yeah. But see, this is why I couldn't be an actor because if I was in something like that. Uh, I would just be the fat, sweaty guy that's just like constantly sweating. <laughs> and, like, you're just standing there. There's a breeze. You're like, ah. They're like, dude, why are you sweating? It's like 35 degrees. Shh, shh, shh. 
up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> why is your only character that you play Chunk from the Goonies? Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you just the sweaty guy? <laughs> I don't know, just You'd hot like the women the running up and dabbing your face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you to... up, like, I've already been over there five minutes ago and he's sweating again. <laughs> yeah. I'd be good for like one of those um, – uh, like Cleopatra time pieces where they're just like fans going like just keep fanning that guy yeah. it's okay we'll make it work yeah. <laughs> in fact yeah. in that saloon scene the, you can see our faces are sweating but it plays into the part but it was real sweat you know they didn't have spray any glycerin oil or anything like that on us to make us look like <laughs> and I had this overcoat on uh-huh. And the next day, I'm looking at it, and the sweat stains are on the outside instead of the inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The whole place just smells like an old gym bag. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Disgusting. You, know, you, see, you talk about those movies we talked about earlier. You know, I, I'd get the one that smelled like an old smoky cigarette. You know, she walks up. You know, you don't ever know what, what uh, the other person smells like on scene either. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> that'd be even worse with the, with the heat and then cigarettes and everything. You're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, we kept we had a scene. We had a couple of saloon girls and me and the other guy. We kept apologizing because we just knew we smelled like an old dirty horse outside or something. You know, and just, <laughs> man, I'm sorry. And he's like, that's okay, it's okay. Let's shoot the scene. Yeah, just, like, just shoot it weird. so I can get out. <laughs> yeah, let's let's wipe the sweat off our hands and dripping off our fingers and let's move on. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's crazy. Alrighty, so we want to get you into the next half of our show where uh, we've got our rapid-fire questions with Matty G. Rapid-fire questions. Excellent. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time and uh, you're just uh, hearing this, uh, Matty G is going to ask Bill 20 quick questions, and he's just going to give us the first thing that comes to his mind. And favorite movie of all time? Tombstone. Favorite Marvel character? Marvel character, uh, Iron Man. Favorite food? Uh, Ribeye steak. Favorite book? Lonesome Dove. Favorite DC character? Mm, Batman. Favorite song from the past year? Woo, favorite song from the past year. <laughs> I might pass on that because I don't listen to modern day radio. All right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Name I listen a... to the 60s most of the time. Fair, yeah, fair. Name a role you'd love to have. Oh, that role I'd love to have. Let's see. Uh, I'd love to be in Lonesome Dove mm-hmm. and probably play the part of Woodrow Caller or Justice McRae, one, two. Awesome. Beer, scotch, or wine? Uh, wine, I guess, since I'm sitting in my vineyard. <laughs> yep. I love beer, yeah. but I love wine, too. So let, I better say wine since I'm drinking it now. Fair yep. enough. That's what people want to hear. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, PC or Mac? Uh, PC. Would you like to do your own stunts? Uh, I've, I broke my leg on set, so. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> You're like, nope, I'm out now. <laughs> yeah, so that's a no. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, poutine or fish and chips? But what was the first have, one? Have you ever had poutine before? No. Oh, uh, it's like fries and gravy with cheese. Oh, no, I'd have to do fish and chips. All right, right, fair. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Interesting. Metallica or ACDC? ACDC. Handshake or a fist bump? Fist bump. Weirdest secret talent? Weirdest secret talent. Let me think. 
Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to pass on that one. All right. Okay. Uh, top director you'd like to work with? Uh, the Coen Brothers again. Okay. Have you ever peed on something public? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay a country boy. You better have. <laughs> yeah. All credibility goes out the window. <laughs> what, <That's right. laughs> what's your worst fear? What's my worst fear? Oh, gosh. How long is the show? <laughs> <laughs> I think you said it earlier, yeah. having somebody think your movie's shitty, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that would be it. Yeah. Boxers or it. briefs? None. <laughs> yeah, he's a free balling man. That works. That's the first person. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> and uh, favorite podcast you've been on in the last twelve hours? This one, man. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right on. Well, hopefully, we gave you some laughs. Yeah, uh, we do. Have, we do have another question for you, and it was from our last guest, okay. uh, actor uh, Patrick Harney. He has his question is: What is one thing that you would like to do and say that you've done? That no one else can say they've done. Ooh, that's a good question. That's a Let's tough one. Actually. That is tough. Yeah, it is. It is because so, you start thinking of which mountains to climb, and now nah, people freeze death up there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's true. Probably just just discover something, I guess. You know, yeah, fishing or something, and come upon a tribe of Amazon women or something nobody's ever <laughs> that's right nobody ever talks about it never, even if they have done it never so. come home right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those people never came home yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right <laughs> well would you like to uh, pitch any social medias or uh, places where people can get a hold of you or check out any of your mail, uh, movies you bet you bet I've got a Facebook page it's just Bill Foster uh, we put a lot of behind the scenes pictures on there and that's also where I post uh, uh, casting calls also on showdown on the Brazos on Facebook Cool. And then I've, we've got a new one called I've Got Your Six, where that's a number six mm-hmm. uh, Facebook page. And so uh, that's our latest movie. And then, of course, I'm on IMDb. And just look up Bill Foster or Showdown on the Brazos. That's our two main things going right now. And so we always try to put as much information on there as possible. And uh, look forward to seeing the theater somewhere. Excellent. Well, we've loved having you on the show. We'll make sure that for all our uh, listeners who are driving that we will post that up on our, our website as well as a uh, handsome picture of Bill himself. And uh, and if you ever need to uh, get in touch with him, you can uh, hopefully get in touch with him through any of his uh, social medias or try to get in touch with us and we'll reach out. Man, I thank you for having me. Thank you very much, Bill. Hope you have a wonderful night. Yeah, take care, Bill. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye. Enjoyed it. Bye. So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website. Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter. Is Thefap4. You can get us on Instagram. Is Thefap Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook. The Freaking Awesome Podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email. Thefappodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this podcast. Ah, oh, not again. Wicked sweet. <laughs> <laughs>